FOMO. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. Welcome to Faux Monday, the snackable companion to FOMO Sapiens, and of course, the season premiere of FOMO Sapiens, season seven, is dropping this week. Wow, can you believe it? Happy Faux Monday. I can't. Uh, I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and of course, FOMO Sapiens 24-7. And we are starting season seven with a very exciting guest, the one, the only, Josh Peck. Actor, social media phenom, author, all around really awesome guy. I didn't really know his work before he came on the show. And he's just, he's a really interesting person. Total growth mindset, really entrepreneurial thinker. And so, you know, that's the thing about it. We're doing our whole season, season seven, about entrepreneurship. And so you think to yourself, I remember just wondering if people would say, oh, how are you having an actor on? as your your season launch for 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 you know entrepreneurship but the reality is that he is extraordinarily entrepreneurial and in fact being a performer and a creative person is super entrepreneurial there's a lot of overlap for example how to think about monetization that's always important right you got to make money how to think about adapting. And and Josh is a great example. He was really early to Vine. He's been really smart about using YouTube. So he's always been using new tools in order to have more control over how he monetizes. He also is really good at looking around corners. And I think that's, you know, every entrepreneur needs to sort of try to have a view on what the future holds because you can't simply look at the present and expect things to be the same. We all know that, right? After the last couple of years, it's like nothing stays the same anymore. I never did actually. And then there's this whole area that we talk about in the interview with Josh and it's about sort of the dealing with the challenges of putting yourself out there. I'm talking self-defeat. I'm talking about doubt, failure, stress trying to build mental fitness. So all of these topics, whether it's monetization and new media, new opportunities, looking around corners, all these things, we get into these in the interview and I think you're going to really enjoy it. And he's just a good, a good human being who has a lot to say about the world. Now, given that we are doing entrepreneurship this season, I do want to focus today on just like big picture entrepreneurial thinking and really how to apply entrepreneurial thinking to all parts of your life because you don't just, of course, yeah, you want to have it in the office. Of course you do, right? But you want to have it everywhere because there are so many opportunities to bring entrepreneurial thinking into different aspects of your life in order to be more successful, more creative, just more interesting, to be a total FOMO sapiens, right? Somebody who doesn't just do the normal old thing. And so you need entrepreneurial thinking to do that. So that's what I want to talk about today. So let's get started. I got six major concepts for those people who want to bring entrepreneurial thinking into all aspects of their life. Number one, figure out your unique selling proposition. That's your USP. 
right? So when you think about entrepreneurs building companies, they try to build companies that leverage their strength, their talents as a business person, right? Same thing goes with your life as a whole. And this is a concept I actually got from my my first literary agent, Mildred Ewan. And you might remember her husband, Gary, came on the show last season on a Faux Mondays. And she kept on saying to me, Patrick, what's your USP? And I was like, well, I don't know what that is. Unique selling proposition. What is it about you that makes you special or different? What are you good at? That's really important to think about. And it's not easy, by the way. I, I remember thinking, I don't know. And then over time, I started to realize, well, you know, I've been doing all these entrepreneurial projects and that turned into the 10% entrepreneur. Or, oh, I invented the word FOMO. Well, you know, it turned into all the other stuff, right? So there were certain things, but it's beyond just that. It's sort of like, what is your education? What is your network? What do you enjoy doing? What are you good at? You know, there's a million things. And it's funny because I've, I speak to audiences a lot about these kinds of things. And I've had really talented people come up to me and say, I don't know what I'm good at. And of course, you know, it's easy for me. You know, I'm sort of like, well, you're getting a PhD at Cambridge in physics. <laughs> I think I have one thing you're good at, right? So, so it is important to think about your USP and there's a million ways to do that. But one really good way to do that is to just really write a long bio of everything you've ever done and then try to see the patterns and ask people, what do you think my USP is? I'm going to tell you something. It's so much easier for other people to spot your USP sometimes than it is for you. And you need to have that. That's kind of the base level thing that you need to be able to start thinking about like, okay, I want to be an entrepreneurial sort of person in all aspects of my life. Well, knowing what your strengths are and what your USP is, and it can be more than one thing, by the way, that's going to unlock a lot of doors. FOMO. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to netsuite.com slash FOMO. That's netsuite.com slash FOMO. netsuite.com slash FOMO. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages. But I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. 
Rules and restrictions may apply. FOMO. All right, number two. Figure out how you want to apply it. Now, <laughs> what does that mean? What it means is you figured out, okay, you know what I'm really good at? I'm really good at communications. Well, how do you want to use that? Do you want to take that to the nonprofit world? Do you want to take it into side businesses? Do you want to take it into writing a book? So starting to think about what is that first thing you're going to do? And by the way, it will not be the last, but finding that first thing you want to do, that's really helpful. So, you know, it just depends on what your priorities are and what you need right then. But it could be that, you know, you're really busy at work and you're just looking for a way to unplug. And so you want to take that skill and work on a nonprofit or volunteer at the school or something. But the great thing is, you will then start building expertise and experience that you can then plug into the next project and the next project and the next project, right? So so I think it's it's always good to get a sense of kind of what you need right then, what your realistic time commitment is, how, how can you really spend your time? And you just don't wanna to get to a spot where you overcommit and then this thing that you kind of wanna do that you're excited about, this entrepreneurial opportunity starts to feel like a burden. You don't want that. So you wanna think carefully about how you are going to channel. Number three, always be trying something new, okay? I'll give you an example from my own life. I'm learning about NFTs. Now, I gotta be honest, I'm, I don't know. I don't know if this is the future, okay? I, I really don't. It's, it's messy, right? But I have been exploring in different ways, learning, talking to people, reading up on it, just trying to see, like, is this a place I wanna spend time or not? It may be that the answer is no, but the great thing is, there's no risk, right? And I sort of think about it as, you know, the concept of the 10% entrepreneur, which if you don't know the 10% entrepreneur, just, you know, go back and listen to some of my older shows or check out my book, The 10% Entrepreneur. But I think most of you know what it is. The idea is to try new things all the time, figure out, is this for me? And then if it is, potentially spend more time on it, but it's really low risk. And so I always try to think about things that are a little off the beaten path that I can engage with and get involved with and learn from, and then take that into something that could be a real project. So that that's an important part too of kind of figuring out where you want to apply is that when you do a bunch of 10%, you get more data about what you actually like to do. Number four, constantly innovate your model. So one of the cool things about entrepreneurial thinking is that you never stay still. You recognize that what you are doing today, the context, the skills, the opportunities, it's all gonna shift. And as a result, you constantly need to be refining the machine, right? And if you think about the Lean Startup, remember we had Lean Startup last season on the show, you sort of build a minimum viable product and then you test it out and you learn and then you refine that MVP, the minimum viable product. It's what you wanna do with your life. So say you're working on NFTs, for example, and you start to realize, wow, this is really cool. Let me make one, okay? Let me put it out, mint it to the blockchain and see what happens. And then it fails. Well, maybe then you just want to take that. Well, you can't take it down. Unfortunately, it's there forever. But you want to say, what did I learn from this? And how can I apply that learning into my next phase of what I'm doing? Or maybe you say, you know what? This isn't for me. I'm moving on to the next thing right? Let's do something that is in the physical world, not on the blockchain. Great. I'm going to, you know, get involved in something else. So it's really about understanding the fact that you're constantly evolving and that you're going to use entrepreneurial thinking to make good decisions about how you evolve in the future. Number five, this is, this is my, I, this was like, I just think this is the best one. So 
you got to know what is the metric you're trying to optimize, right? We talk about, and this goes back to Lean Startup too, this idea of vanity metrics. It's sort of like, well, our customer base grew by 3,000%. But if you only have two customers, that's not that many people, right? So that metric may not say a lot. And the same thing with the things that you're doing in your life when you're an entrepreneurial thinker. You know, it may be that money doesn't matter at this point. You're not looking to make money on this particular thing. Or it may be that you want to make a lot of money. And so if you are thinking about your goals, is this psychological happiness and wealth? Is it financial wealth? And then you start to think about the metrics that you can tie to those. You got to align them. Because if you're trying to make money and you're spending all your time and you get a lot of PR, say, but you don't make any money, uh, maybe you enjoy that. Maybe you change your metric. But if not, you're going to be in a world of pain. And finally, last but not least, build your team. You need good people around you, always. Doing it alone is super hard. And finding people who are also risk takers, and we talk about this later in the season in a great episode that'll come further down the line with Lisa Skeet Tatum, your risk-taking squad. People like you who are builders who want to do cool things, you find those people and you stick with them. It just makes it a lot easier. So as a reminder... Number one, figure out what is your USP. Number two, figure out how you want to apply it. Number three, always be trying something new, like a 10%. Four, constantly innovate, you know, keep going, innovating, going forward. Number five, figure out the metrics. What do you care about? And number six, build your team. All right, that is that. I will see you on Thursday for the premiere of season seven of FOMO Sapiens with Josh Peck. Get ready, it's gonna be a good one. And until then... Take care of yourselves, FOMO Sapiens. FOMO. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO. Want more FOMO Sapiens and FOMO Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis.